So if this episode was uh, in Roman numerals, it'd be IV. So this is episode IV. Great. <laughs> of Desk Pop. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. No, it's not. Oh, no, yeah. I was saying episode four. <laughs> it's not episode four. It would be. It's, uh, it's 40. Yeah. How do you enumerate that? I don't remember. Oh, I think it would be. It'd be uh, VX, I think. No, that would be. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> welcome to Desk Pop. Welcome to Desk Pop. We don't know our Roman numerals, uh, but what we do <laughs> so know. Dumb. <laughs> I feel so confident. Uh, today we're talking about the uh, news that's kind of passed in between our last recording session and now, uh, getting you caught up on all the pop culture news and some world news that's sad and scary. Uh, <laughs> Andy recounts his tales from Disney, and we talk about the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. That's like a big chunk of it, so just letting you know that now. <laughs> okay, well, looks like my work's done here. And this is Dusk Bob. who's 40 episodes that is of of uh your favorite your favorite your favorite unequivocally your favorite podcast yeah, yeah. favorite thing favorite thing you'd yeah. rather listen to an episode of this than eat your favorite food yep this is a fact <laughs> well andy we've been gone a while it doesn't i mean yeah we we can recorded uh <laughs> the la that last episode we uh -huh. were not we were not present to record that one at the time. You probably thought we did. We tricked you. We bamboozled you. In um, fact, it, yeah, it, it's like the the scene in the Italian Job mm -hmm. where they rig the security cameras to where it's like, oh, there they are. We're gonna get them, and they show up, but they had been gone for hours. They're already in the getaway. Uh, is that the one where they leave the um, horse's head in the bed? god i'm just kidding <laughs> no uh all the mini coopers so it's it's been a while uh we have a lot of news i'm gonna maybe put a little news sound effect here <laughs> no, no news this is a dust pop staple talking about some sound effects so we don't put them in uh so pokemon home is officially released on the nintendo switch and the uh mobile phones uh android and uh ios and this now means that some of our favorites like bulbasaur are now available inside pokemon sword and shield uh pokemon of the year has partnered with google pokemon has partnered with google to do pokemon of the year people are voting on their favorite pokemon uh i want to say it ends february 25th so it'll be like right after this oh, i didn't even know that yeah That's... it was very interesting who do you uh, vote for bulbasaur i voted for gudra because I love wait, Gudra. I, I'm really... Wait, wait, wait. Not Gudra. We we haven't talked about... W which one's your favorite? It's... The, 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 um, it's... 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 It's it's like a dragon type. It's not dragon. I know what you're thinking of, and it's not dragon. Ah, okay. What is it? You're thinking of Dunsparce. Dunsparce. God yeah. damn it. I do love Dunsparce, but um, that's more of a personal love. 
and I understand that maybe he's not fit to carry Pokemon of the Year. Uh, the banner, I think he, he carries that well, in my heart. He's not going to win the primary. He so. won't win the primary, so I have to vote. Um, <laughs> I, have to vote for the, <laughs> I have to vote with the crowd. Vote with party. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, so that's that's an interesting thing. I'm, I'm curious what that'll bring. Uh, there's a new mythical Pokemon that's being teased. Uh, there's a silhouette that's been shown, and it looks oh, yeah. like a... I've seen that one. It looks almost like a Wendigo. People are saying it might be like an Alakazam. I don't think it is because it's a mythical, not a... I don't think it's a regional form. Uh, I also remember I had a factual inaccuracy on a previous episode. Ooh. I told you that I never bought any Wii U games, and that was a lie. <laughs> I went home... And I started remembering all these games. Now it's still not a lot of games. Well, but it was a I Wii U, have, so I have purchased a couple of Wii U games. Uh, I purchased purchased Pokemon Pokemon Tournament. I purchased uh, Wonderful One Hundred and One. Okay, and I Which purchased. Is relevant now. Uh, w- yeah, exactly. That's why I remembered it because the it's popped up in the news again, and I saw that and I was like, I did buy it. That's kind of what triggered all this. Uh, there was one more. I'll have to look up later, maybe. But I have at least bought three. Uh, oh, and Super Mario Maker. I bought that on the Wii U. Okay. So I lied. I am so sorry. Uh, please it, forgive me for my indiscretions. It'll never happen again. I feel like, so out of everything, I mean, out of are now 40 episodes of desk pop mm-hmm. it's funny how like the one thing oh we're gonna go we're <laughs> gonna we're gonna go I'll... back and apologize for <laughs> is i did i was right i did buy wii u games i did in fact uh... everything else like as of right now <laughs> is fine this can't be smirched the nintendo name of uh, course not lady gaga had a song leak called stupid love it's pretty good. I'm in, enjoying it. I downloaded it so I can listen to it whenever. It's very good. Okay. Uh, Parasite was the first non-English film to win the Oscar for Best Picture, which was a historical moment. I'm getting like 50% of these. Like, I, I knew that one. I didn't know the one before. I'm getting every other one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the coronavirus uh, has been spreading. The death toll has increased in China. Oh, my fucking God. Uh, <laughs> we're a real news Speaking podcast here. Uh Andrew Yang dropped out of the 2020 election. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog movie came out. Uh, the Harley Quinn, the Birds of Prey movie also came out. Uh, and there's probably some more things that have happened, but they're clearly unimportant. Yeah. This is a pretty topical list. We, we had the... We had our super relevant, like, real-life news <laughs> things, coronavirus, Andrew Yang. Like, yeah. And Pokemon, Pokemon of the Year. Pokemon of the Year, Pokemon Home. It's interesting. Pokemon Home launched relatively quietly. Yeah. They kind of... I, I was seeing on social media people posting photos of it, and I was like, huh. And I went and checked, and I actually couldn't find it in my app store on my phone. Uh, I ended up having to find a link to the app store where it was hosted. So I'm assuming it was, it launched similar to how YouTube videos kind of launch where it's like, uh, or you can, you have the option to oh, it's unlisted, unlisted, but give, you know, people have the link can access it. So it was kind of one of those situations, which was interesting. Um, 
but yeah, I'm overall very happy. I think I wish I had known, like, I kind of think back to like when I was upset about Pokemon Sword and Shield, not including all these Pokemon. And, uh, I kind of wish I had just known something was going to come of it. And, you know, maybe that would have alleviated some frustration. Who knows? But I'm very happy that this is uh, happening right now, and we just have so many Pokemon. I think the main issue was that it's like the Smash Brothers argument of, oh, well, I think, you know, I'm upset this character got in because that's time that they could have spent on something else. Mm -hmm. But, like, with Pokemon Go, it's like, oh, if these Pokemon are not being in, then they better be working on something that boosts up the game in another level. Right. And all the trailers, they didn't. They did a horrible job at showing off what they had to offer i think they're just figuring it out it's so crazy now because like the crown tundra and the uh, isle of armor those i love those trailers i that makes me more excited than the original sword and shield launch stuff did i think the the concept of just longevity of of this pokemon Mm -hmm. generation is the appealing factor what i kind of see this as like an elder scrolls game where Mm -hmm. You keep getting DLC, but it uses the same engine, so it's like the same like. Sure. My same issue with like, the the swivel of the characters is turning and stuff like that. I think that's gonna be fixed next time. But as of right now, like story wise, the DLC is like that. That's gonna be great, um, and I really, really think they're gonna knock it out of the park next time. Like I, I think so. right now they're like, I. I'd be, I'd give it like maybe like an eight, mm-hmm. give this like an eight right now, but they're, they're going to like pull a 10 next time, I think. So, uh, before we get into anything else pretty heavy, uh, how are you? How's it going? I'm doing good. Um, I am, uh, dirt poor now. I've returned from Disney. <laughs> I've returned from Disney. Um, yes. And I, I, <clears throat> I spent money I didn't even know I had. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm still figuring out uh, all the all the expenses. Yeah. Um, on that front, it was horrible, but in the moment, you know, it was great. Yeah. Um, the we went we it was Dana's first time to Disney, so uh, she cried a lot, uh, which was really touching. Um, it was her first time experiencing everything, so it was always really neat to go on a really gimmicky ride, and you know the gimmick, but the other person doesn't so you're like watching them like oh here comes a drop they don't know it's gonna drop. um so that was really cool um and it's just always mind-blowing that um the the customer service and the immersion at disney parks is insane like there's yeah. no trash on the ground the park's like the size of you know two small towns put together mm-hmm. there's no trash anywhere no one's like really unhappy like any like any any skirmish that happened no one's really unhappy have you any... seen that fight video at disneyland no that came out couple... i'll show it to you after this episode it's pretty good but uh <laughs> like any skirmish or any like time anyone starts getting really upset it's like yeah. a disney employee just swoops out of nowhere and injects them with like something carries them off you know but tranks them it it's just great they handle everything well and for like people who like i think i i don't have as much social anxiety as you know 
uh, as other people, but I do get like really, I overthink interactions that I have with people and stuff. Mm -hmm. But at Disney, like you can go up to absolutely any Disney employee and ask them any question and they know an answer and they're so friendly about you leave every interaction that you have yeah with this positive like it reinforces your like by the end of the trip i was just so comfortable just yeah starting conversations with people like oh hey where are you from because they're just so friendly yeah. uh honestly like they need to send like that there needs to be a therapeutic treatment of sending people that cuz like <laughs> every like restaurants i just small talk. i never make small talk with waiters and stuff but i was doing it there because like yeah you're in like kind of a different environment you're like in a big yeah. bubble it's great yeah. it's safe it's um safe. i had the safe space i had the best spaghetti i've ever had in my life yeah. uh i cried uh <laughs> <laughs> that's the one time i cried at disney uh, the spaghetti was so good it was at tony's restaurant is lady gotcha. the lady in the tramp restaurant did uh, you lady in the tramp it uh, no, didn't. Oh, wow. Um, Missed I, opportunity, I'd say. <laughs> I took one bite of that spaghetti and I was like, no, this is mine. <laughs> this is why the those two dogs fell in love. It wasn't their personalities. This is spaghetti. I don't have a single noodle to spare. Um, but I, I told the waiter to give my compliments to the chef. It was it was so it was so fucking good brian i cannot <laughs> it was great i just like i want to imagine i know they probably like it was probably a really nice recipe but i just wanted to imagine like you go back in the kitchen and they're like cutting open a can of like spaghetti yeah. and like pouring it in the bowl i i made a joke like that <laughs> with dana it's just like i'm freaking out over this fucking spaghetti and they're just like microwaving this shit in the back yeah but <laughs> yeah, i'm sure like, they did i'm sure they did a really good job of like there was you know people putting care into it but it's just it's funny to think about you know? yeah it it was just so fucking good um what else uh i'll kind of skip over a bunch of other stuff i could talk about this you know the whole all day but uh i'll go right into the uh the meat and potatoes of this trip which was the star wars park um it's the latest uh park expansion and this one, it's not focused as much on thrill mm-hmm. um, as the other rides. This one is focused primarily on immersion. Mm-hmm. Um, they want you to feel like you're inside the world of Star Wars. And it, they they did it. It's insane. Um, I have... So all the sodas are in these pods. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm holding up a soda to Brian now. It is a pot. It is a orb. It has the Coca-Cola logo in like, the Star Wars language. Every drink, Dasani, Sprite, like they're all Coca-Cola products, but mm-hmm. like every drink you can get is in a container like this. Interesting. Like, all the trash cans, everything yeah, yeah. in the bathroom, toilets, sinks, ha- like hand dryers, hand sanitizers, they're all reskinned to be in the Star Wars universe. Um, there's Your not space toilets is what you're telling me. Yeah, there's yeah. not. I spent like a good <laughs> portion of time like leaving the bathroom. I didn't know where the hand dryer was and i was like oh is there a, is this a paper towel dispenser is this like a hand dryer like what is the and i kind of like walked around and i felt too uncomfortable like if people were looking at me so i just left i, I was That's like the downside of space i guess yeah i was like looking at other people like what are they doing when they are um, people are just like pissing on the wall <laughs> i can't figure out where the toilet is so um but uh all the food there was like really gimmicky um Uh, we had blue milk uh and it was like this really thick um it was like 
it's like Viscous. a it's like a slushy kind of okay interesting um and it tasted like bubble gum it was really okay. good um the biggest the two biggest uh the worst interaction i've had in the park were, were with the uh first order officer and kylo ren okay. because they're in character yeah so they're pieces of shit like they don't let you take pictures with them they don't let you get close to them really they, they are jerks they're like back away don't you know i'm the first order and like you get yelled at and it's so neat um a lot oh. of people are kind of let down of like yeah oh they're kind of jerks but like they're in character that's what would happen if you try to take a selfie with like a first order uh it was so neat i got yelled at because i was carrying a lightsaber uh we had built custom that whole experience was great too um but he was like lightsabers are forbidden in this quadrant of the blah 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 and i was like ah oh, it's a red lightsaber ah, lol uh, it wasn't and he was like, though your alliance is noted, it doesn't fix the fact that our lightsabers are... And there's just like masterclass improvisational people. Sure, yeah. Um, it was so cool. Uh, Dana was wearing a Kylo Ren shirt because Kylo Ren's her favorite. And Kylo Ren eventually like... Uh, Kylo Ren... The, there's a story in the park. The story is that Kylo Ren just landed in a ship. It's looking for Rey. Rey's on the other end of the park uh, trying to So this to happens over one day? Yeah. Okay. Um but they have these loops like they have these scenes that they play out in front of everyone like every like hour and a half they play out the same scene okay um so every once in a while kind of sporadically kylo ren starts walking around through the park and like he's uh interviewing or interacting with people interrogating with them trying to figure it out uh where ray is well he sees kylo ren on uh dana's shirt and he stops dana and he's like you could be a valuable asset to the first order. And Dana like, was like, I agree. And she was freaking out. <laughs> and he was like, there will always be a spot for you on the first order. <laughs> and he like walks off. <laughs> and Dana was like, that, that like made her life. Um, but, uh, the craziest part about this, uh, the entire park is, well, okay. One more thing. The cantina was insane. All the cocktails were like fucking bonkers like out of this world um bartender there was so cool she took a selfie with us um she was super cool uh but anyways so the big new ride that they were advertising at this park is called um rise of the resistance do you care every ride has a story so this story is your resistance uh fighter you go into this bunker and a life-sized hologram of ray shows up and is like hey you gotta break into this um you got to deliver these plans to this other person for the resistance blah blah blah, star wars shit whatever um bb8's there everything looks super real you're in this like bunker you go into this drop ship and this guy's like go 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 and you get loaded into a drop ship um which kind of just looks like a regular ship and the ship takes off so the entire little box thing you're in starts moving but you're standing so you're it's like you're on like a subway you're holding on these Mm -hmm. rails and your ship gets um, sucked in by a tractor beam by a Star Destroyer. And the First Order's like, you're going to be um, interrogated to find Ray, blah, blah, blah. And this is the craziest part. Because, like, of course the whole room moves while you're in there. So it feels like you're in a ship getting shot at or whatever. But then your ship lands. And then the door that you came in from opens up. And now you're inside the Star Destroyer. And at no point, like, I still can't fully figure out how 
something happened. Like maybe we lowered into the ground and there's an underground section. I don't know. But there was another door on the opposite side of the ship that I assume was going to open and that was going to be it. But no, the door we came in from open and you walk in and it's like a, like a huge auditorium of a star destroyer. There's like huge rows of these, um, stormtroopers and there's all these first order people yelling at everyone and they're all escorting everyone into like the interrogation deck or whatever and all this is just the line for the ride this isn't even the ride yet uh it's fucking crazy so then you like go into the first order ship and you're walking through all these halls and every you're, you're in the fucking ship uh you get escorted into a uh I'm going to rush the end of this because that was the best part. The The line is the best part. Um, just like the fucking... Well, you might have had to be there. I don't know if I'm getting the same impact, Andy. It's 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 really hard to like... It, yeah. It's just mind-blowing. Sure. Yeah. I was doing an escape room with people, right? And one of the craziest parts was like, we found out this bookshelf opened up and there was this whole other room. And yeah. just knowing that was there the whole time. And it was like the same feeling with the starters. It was, it was fucking mind blowing how they like secretly, covertly take you to another room. Um, but then you go under the ride and then you escape the ship and you fight Kylo Ren and it's just like all that. There's a whole bunch of crazy optical illusions. The whole ride drops. It's crazy. Um, anyways, yeah. So that's my Star Wars thing. Sorry <laughs> I wasted your time. Um, uh, but yeah, trip to Disney was great. You can cut all of that out. You can cut it all out. It's fine. I apologize. I I thought it was interesting. I think it's interesting if you've gone and maybe been on it, but hearing someone talk about it is like, all right, okay. Well, I uh, I'm now less enthused. <laughs> well, sorry to take that out of you. That's uh, okay, I guess. Yeah. All right. Well, um, since you've not been here, I've uh. <laughs> I've uh, seen the Harley Quinn movie. It was pretty good. I would liken it to a roller coaster ride. It uh, is not what I would consider like high cinema, but it is uh, a fun little ride to go on. It's uh, everything I wish Suicide Squad was. Um, so that first trailer where they show or the, the Suicide Squad trailers uh, where it's all colorful and like there's just these random like bursts of, you know, bright color yeah, in yeah. there. That's what the Harley Quinn movie is. I mean, it, it, it delivers on a lot of that. And it's kind of disappointing that the Suicide Squad movie didn't uh, wasn't that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's good. We finally got a product that's like that. And uh, it is interesting. They decided to call it Birds of Prey because it's more of the assembly of the Birds of Prey rather than they are in action and operating birds of prey uh, -huh. uh so it's interesting choice of name but overall i enjoyed it i would recommend it yeah i really want to see it i know that there was like a it didn't make as much money as they hoped so they mm -hmm. um as far as movie theater searches go changed the name of the movie but i think officially the movie is still the same yeah people were recording harley quinn yes people birds of prey. were reporting that um the name of the movie had changed officially, but that wasn't true. It was just for search queries. Yeah. I want to say the official name is uh, Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. Yeah. That's the official title. But I think 
general audiences were having trouble, which, I mean, I'd agree. I don't think it's a great name. It's a long name, yeah. Yeah, I, like, I don't think just having a long name is a good strategy, but, uh, you know, they decided to ultimately change it in terms of, like, how people find it at their mm-hmm. local theater, um, like, online portals, but, yeah. I'd recommend it. I'd, I'd say go see it. It's a fun little thing to go sit through, and I never felt like there was any moment where I was, like, waiting for it to end or yeah. bored or anything. There's a lot of really cool fight choreography, and there's so much of it. Like, it happens almost the entire movie. I heard really good. DC yeah. always, Marvel always goes, like, heavy CG route with their mm-hmm. fight scenes, but DC always goes, like, very raw. Yeah. You really see the impact of their fists hitting other, like, body parts and yeah. objects and stuff. Uh, and their fight choreography is always very believable. And I heard that this one goes above and beyond and always, it, it also gets really violent. It is. There are some scenes it almost. So I know this is going to be a very controversial thing to say before I say it. I understand that. Um, I wasn't the biggest fan of Deadpool. I liked the movie, but it wasn't, sure. I think some people are like too fanatical about it. Um, I liked it. Uh, but I almost felt like this movie did more successful things, uh, that were like, I was genuinely shocked in some moments because I was like, I didn't expect them to blow that guy's head off. Like there was no point in this movie where I was under the impression that that's something that would happen in this movie. So the fact that it did happen, I was like, Oh my God, you know? Yeah. Uh, so there were a couple moments like that where I was like, I kind of wish Deadpool was a little more like that instead of just like um, 100 miles an hour the whole time. I kind of wish they like hit the brake a couple times and like, you know, made you unsure of what was going to come or whatever. But I don't know. It was interesting. Well, I think that there's this expectation of like comic mo- There's like a very small amount of comic book movies that are rated R. Yeah. And I think. I haven't even seen it, was, but I, what is this one rated R? Yeah, I okay. feel like this I would one, imagine it had to be just based on what I saw. But I feel like this one, like really, they said to themselves, like, if this is going to be rated R, we really need to cash in on, you know, it being rated. R. Yeah, yeah, like, let's go all in and make this yeah. rated R. Whereas Deadpool, I think they were like, we're going to make it rated R to generate publicity. Yeah, um, we want people to know it's rated R, but we're going to do the bare minimum to make it rated R. Because yeah. I, I don't remember any part in Deadpool where, like, anything, like, really graphic happens. Like, people's heads get, like, yeah. perfectly sliced yeah. off. But, like, yeah. y- you know, you see... It's not it's anything not... more than we see in other media. Yeah. yeah. And it's Deadpool, so you'd feel... Anyways. Um, one quick piece of news, and that just reminded us reminded me of that, because um, I started thinking of Aquaman. Um, oh, yeah, Amber Heard. Yeah. Yeah, so brings us back to our first episode. Fucking first episode, (laughs) desk pop covered it first. We 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 covered it first. I guess technically you're right. Yeah, like (laughs) we we talked about this months ago. Yeah, and now everybody's rallying. I mean, new information came out. People talked about it then too. That it was newsworthy back then as well because the news back then was that Johnny Depp was a piece of shit and awful and just yeah. the worst and uh i forget what i remember in that episode it's interesting i think you had new information and i came into it like without yeah, the Johnny Depp's new bad, stuff and then... well maybe that was it was something like my i know my frame of reference my opinion changed during that episode yeah um 
unfortunately now like new stuff has come to light that saying uh new recordings and such uh new evidence basically shows that she um either is also abusive or is the abusive one yeah uh, and i think some people jumped on the the conclusion that like oh she's the abusive one he's fine everything's good like we we uh, we know now he's back to being our golden boy like but i think maybe the moral of the story is maybe they're both bad um and we don't as people that are not involved in their relationship can't really clear one or the other without having been there um but at least the evidence that we've seen i mean they both seem to be kind of not great uh yeah i don't know my <laughs> the only real way that makes this relevant for me sure sure is that it, it seemed like Johnny Depp there wasn't any big headline saying that he had been canceled uh-huh but he hasn't you know it seems there's like well, some I, rumors saying that no, he's not in pirates anymore yeah that's what i remember seeing like people asking disney to take him out and like i remember those headlines but i don't it think it was not made... to the degree of people doing this now I think Johnny Depp fans are now doing this in retaliation. Yeah. Uh, They're trying to get Amber Heard out of Aquaman too. Like an eye for an eye kind of thing. Like you did this to Johnny Depp. We're going to do this to you kind of thing. Um, I just want, um, cause they just, the last two parts of the Caribbean movies have been bad. Um, but this last one promised a good next one. And I want that promise fulfilled, and Johnny Depp needs to be there. I'm just not a pirate person. I never could get into them. I it's it's weird because it, I have mixed feelings about it. The Pirates of the Caribbean movies to me are like these. You kind of sit there and you wait for like a really cool action scene, and there's usually two or three of them. <laughs> that sounds awful. <laughs> But like the action scenes always yeah. revolve around these big gimmicks and set pieces yeah. that not a lot of other movies do where like, have you seen the second one where like Johnny, De- he's running in this wheel and the wheel spinning and there's a key hanging and there- and there's guys running on top of the wheel and they're trying to get this key and it's going through a jungle. And Andy, I've seen most of them. I could not tell you anything distinctive about any of the movies. Wow. So anyways there's always these big gimmick set pieces and they're like oh they're, the whole gimmick is like oh they're all trying to get a key but they're yeah. like all chained to a wheel that's like yeah. slowly going towards a thing and i love that because it's like this like very rapid like problem solving thing these like really <laughs> they're not trying to ground it in anything it's just this like really dumb like the whole movie is just a really dumb excuse to get all the characters into this really dumb situation so we yeah. can watch them all fight each other to get out of it. Yeah. Uh, and I love that. And that's like my, and also I love like the lore of just pirates and like all the fantasy elements. There's not a lot of like sea based fantasy stuff. So that's always cool. All the monsters and all the legends and stuff. I think that may be what I like. There are some sea-based things that interest me, uh, like um, I don't know, like Lovecraftian yeah. maybe style things, uh, somewhat interesting. But pirates are never like it's the same with like there. There's that whole thing like back when I was growing up, like oh, like 
you either like pirates or ninjas. Like, you choose. Like, oh, you get to choose what, which one, which team are you on. I don't like either. I'm not a fan of either. <laughs> people that are fanatical for either one of them are not the kind of people I want to be around. <laughs> I don't want to be around pirates, okay? Well, I don't want to be around people that are like, I love pirates so much. Or like, I am a ninja. I love ninjas. Like, I don't. I'm coming out very boldly. Yeah, I don't. I hate those people. <laughs> I don't think I've ever met anybody who's like super passionate about either of those. Two it, things. Uh, it, it's not as big of a thing now. Um, definitely when I was growing up and in school, it was like a whole thing. And I was like, I don't, I, I get, I'm picking up like very like faint snippets of the, cause I think I recall yeah. having to pick between pirates and ninjas when I was <laughs> a little kid. Like I remember yeah. because, because people like, once you figure out how to make tally marks, people are walking around with those little, spiral things and are like oh you gotta vote on these two things and people are always taking polls and you're like what what are you doing with this information <laughs> um but i think i remember people asking like pirates cambridge analyticas yeah. trying to see if you like pirates or ninjas um but <laughs> yeah ninjas like yeah I, I don't know like i don't really i don't the I don't, lore for both of them is not incredibly interesting i they both don't have enough to quantify them being that. Yeah. And I, I kind of big. also feel like people. I know, I know kind of like this may be a little bit like in, in confliction with what you may have said, but I feel like the market is oversaturated on both pirates and just like, there's not a new story that's being told that I'm like, Oh, that's interesting. Like there was for a little bit with, uh, like kind of those like I don't want to say steampunk, but definitely like more sky pirate stuff. That's like, oh, that's like kind of a newer interesting take on it. And then now it's not. Now that's also kind of oversaturated and like ah just I I can't really think of any other pirate movies other than the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Mm. And then Hook with with Robin Williams. I don't think, I, I I don't know think that's that a pirate there are other movie. Pirate movies. I can't I don't partake in them, so I can't name them I off to you. But, but Pirates of the Caribbean alone has so many movies. Like five. I, yeah. I I like it. Um I wouldn't I honestly I think that if they stopped making them, I would be happy so long as we got a like I don't understand why we don't have a Pirates of the Caribbean Disney Plus show. That makes so much sense to me. Like I don't get on it. But, I, don't, I don't know. I mean maybe like that just seems like parts of the. I feel like it's low. You don't need a lot of special effects to do yeah. a fucking pirate ship, and then you give you like you. And then if you don't like it, you don't have to watch it. I feel like a show <laughs> is the best thing for like, oh, like this audience is a. It's a yeah. niche audience. So you just they just huddle around this little show. You don't have to make a movie. Well, I don't get it. It seems so like you're making twelve Star Wars spinoffs. You can't make a anyways. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Anyways. We got to talk about Sonic. We do. Oh man, we both seen Sonic the Hedgehog now. Uh, happy <laughs> Valentine's Day that we saw it on. Yeah, uh, and you know every every uh, child under the age of thirteen also got to go out on Valentine's Day. Yeah, and they were all <laughs> in my theater. Uh, so before we start, this is going to be probably spoilery. Uh, so if you don't want to be spoiled on this movie. Uh, spoiler yeah. sonic goes fast <laughs> i guess to like i'd like to say before we start um 
I'd recommend <laughs> I'd recommend that you see it just to see it, but I don't think it's a good movie. <laughs> so, I'm gonna say I didn't like it, but see it support the cause. I think the promise of the sequel at the sure. end of this first one really like you know, I think that the sequel <laughs> maybe if we they were just promised like, has keep a lot going, of, <laughs> it'll get better. <laughs> I think I don't know why they decided to do an origin story. Yeah, they could have just it's Sonic. Yeah, um, I agree. But now that the origin story is out of the way and you don't need any more like dumb exposition, you know, everyone like Sonic goes fast. There's Eggman. Yeah. Uh, I think everything's in play now to where if they do a sequel, it could not be total garbage like this one. Yeah. Um, I think Eggman, like his voice kind of started getting that like, ah, you know, um, that his, the Eggman's voice is usually at, you know, in the games, uh, he's bald. He's in the mushroom. Like the next mm-hmm. Sonic movie will be like fully, uh, Eggman. Um, Sonic's going to be a thing. Um, tails is there. Tails is after credits. Tails was great. Yeah. Um, and like holy fucking shit what did he look like before they redesigned sonic um like fuck that that gives me nightmares um sonic's mom is an owl that was a little strange uh i don't think it was his mom that was his guardian mother paternal figure figure, yeah uh that was a little strange i actually really like so let's go real quick and do a little synopsis so they open and it's sonic on his planet and well they open and it's like one of those scenes where it's happening in the final fight. I bet and you're they, wondering how I got yeah, here. Yeah, and then then it's they send dumb. you back to the very beginning, and he's he's a little kid. His guardian is this owl, which I forget her name. Long, long claw, long claw, maybe. Uh, so he's on the his own home world. You know, there's long claw. Um, he runs to her, gives her this flower, which was that was a really cute reference to the flowers like in the, in the game. I thought that was neat. Um, it yeah. was fine. And then, yeah, uh, it was um, those were echidna, right? With the yeah. bows and arrows. And um, that was a little like. In this opening scene, I was like, if the movie is like this, I love it. This is so good already. Like, I really enjoyed that beginning part. Uh, Same. I th- at first I was like, oh, maybe this is unnecessary and I'm not going to like this. And then the opening part, I was like, oh, like, no, I, it's actually like kind of a neat story. And there's like, I'm already feeling a little emotional, like about these characters. And like, uh, I think it was good. Um, she, to protect Sonic, ultimately sends him to another world. She She's shot flying to try and save him. Yeah, they, they're really graphic with that. Yeah. It's like really like, damn. Um, but I, I thought that was to the movie's like benefit. I thought that was kind of like a, like, Oh wow. Like, yeah, that's, that's good for what's to come potentially. Um, she sends him off. She says, you know, you can't stop going. Here's these rings to travel to new worlds. Um, you have to keep going. You cannot be discovered. People will always be after your power. Um, no one knows why he has his power, but that's the setup. Yeah. Um, you know, he he eventually makes it to uh, Earth. Um, we're following James Marsden, living his life as sheriff. Uh, Sonic kind of, you know, shows that he has been living in isolation in this town, but he's been also following these people, and, like, that's kind of how he's been passing the time and maintaining some sort of, like, 
it's like this parasocial relationship where he is aware of them and he like quote hangs out with them uh by kind of just being around them when they're doing stuff and they you know they don't know uh which was an interesting like all this i was like okay this is kind of interesting he's uh they're they're having a movie night and he's watching from the window just as an example yeah um they move in uh further into the movie he's uh he causes a blackout because he is so distraught that he does not have any relationships with people um there's no one that he considers a friend uh, he has none of that so he it upsets him he runs in this really weird square uh this baseball diamond and there's just this massive like emp style blackout um because of his energy uh this calls in the government they call in eggman immediately uh dr robotnik immediately i was like all right um he you know that leads to a whole bunch of cat and mouse stuff uh with him and sonic james marsden of it eventually um ends up wrapped in this because sonic's trying to leave he shoots Sonic with a tranquilizer, and then he ultimately feels responsible for trying to help him. Uh, they go on a journey to get the rings back. Eggman chases them the whole time. There's eventually, you know, a big fight scene, and that's kind of the movie. Uh, yeah. There's stuff in between, obviously, plot points and such, but... You got everything. That's the movie. Yeah. Uh, I felt like the script was not great. Yeah, no, definitely not. Uh, not great. And... The only redeemable quality about this movie is Sonic had been redesigned to not look yeah, like garbage. I agree. Visually, it visually everything uh, looked fine. Yeah. And that, you know, um, I really liked, I know we, I think we uh, have different takes on Jim Carrey's uh, <laughs> we do, definitely, Robotnik. Yes. <laughs> um, I really liked it. I think yeah. when Jim Carrey uh, does a movie, I feel like each of his characters, they're all, you know, they're all Jim Carrey. They're all like very, you know, like loud and very physical movement based and stuff. But I feel like each character, like Ace Ventura, like made his butt talk. And that was like an iconic thing that he did. And like he had all these like little like catchphrases and stuff. Um, And like the mask had all of his catchphrases and like mannerisms and stuff. But I didn't feel like looking at Jim Carrey's Eggman. He was doing all these flamboyant stuff, uh, all the, the flamboyant things or whatever, but he, I, there's nothing that I really saw that was like, oh, that's iconic. Like, that's yeah. like a memorable mannerism that Eggman has that this only, he's only done in this role. He didn't have that. Yeah. But regardless, a lot of his, like, what I will assume improvised lines, like, I thought those were pretty funny. Um, and that was the only parts of the movie that I, chuckled at was like when jim carrey was like doing these like really quick yeah really fast asides he just Um, he wasn't like i know he's not meant to be likable i can fully understand that i don't need to like it it just i like to root for villains oftentimes and especially this character who i'm who i'm kind of thinking is going to be like very comedic and funny and uh none of the jokes are really landing for me i'm like well that's a bummer um and then also, he's just the most unlikable person. Like, even as an audience member for me, I could not. Uh, it's like, I'm the smartest person in the fucking world, you fucking piece of trash. 
that's his personality summed up pretty much. Um, and I really liked that. Everything that he said, it wasn't even like, oh, so bad it's funny to me. It was like, I could tell they tried to either write a joke or maybe you're right, it was improv. I could tell that this is supposed to be a joke and it's not landing for me. Mm. And also he's unlikable. And this is like, it's it's a little in like cringe territory. Where I'm like, oh, like great. Yeah, I think um, as far as the humor goes, this movie, it, it really annoys me that Oh, like Sonic goes fast. So his favorite movie is speed. And yeah. he like, there was like two other points of the movie where he's like, oh, my favorite whatever is like, oh, he reads Flash comics because yeah. oh, you get it because the Flash moves fast and Sonic moves yeah. fat. Like, is he only allowed to do things because it's fast? Is he only allowed to per- like all of his preferences are fast related? It, yeah. Like they just really they did not go for and they did not go for the high bar at all as far as like humor which i think that's also a confusing moment for this movie is it wasn't like obviously it's kind of it's more pandered to children yeah but they wanted to collect older money like older people's money as well to go see this like obviously i don't have kids i'm in my mid-20s like they wanted my money as well yeah and I think that led to some ultimately kind of confusing humor and cause there's some that's like so low bar that it's like, uh, it's not successful like SpongeBob where it's like, there's a joke and it's funny to kids and it's funny to adults and maybe for different reasons. But this was just like, okay, like, yeah, he's flossing. Is that a joke? Oh, he did it twice. Dude. He did. He flossed twice for no reason just to do it. Um, it was also interesting too to kind of jump back in the previews for this movie. They had no fucking idea what to play. Uh, maybe it has to do with like what's coming out recently. Uh, my previews started out with this like weird Christian movie. Uh, I didn't have previews at all. It was weird. I was like, they don't know what, uh, like they don't know what to suggest people who like this movie go see like <laughs> that's great they don't understand what this movie is <laughs> and who it's Jesus. for uh there was they ended up playing the scoob trailer um which we can talk about later the voices on that i don't know if i can get past we'll see uh <laughs> uh but no overall it was like they i wish that they had stuck with like if it was meant to just be a kids movie i think i would be a lot more forgiving and I think that's ultimately my issue. Um, the dialogue was just, yeah, it, it was, it was bad. And I think yeah. the premonition I had in the last episode, or I guess the episode the before last is, uh, I, I said that, you know, looking at the music video for that Sonic song mm. that they made, yeah, kind of like, Oh, these people like, there, there's not going to be very uh, deep it's, it's lowest common denominator egg. it's you have a base level knowledge of this this uh, franchise or this IP you know here you go this is yeah. what it is they played yeah. the first Sonic game and they were like yeah I get it there's nothing they played like, it like I get it you know 20 years ago and they're yeah. like great there's like there's so much source material there's so many like there's comics and yeah. there's tv shows uh which that's where I thought they were going in the beginning with uh Longclaw I thought they were going more of the comic route because yeah. I was like 
this seems like I've read some of the Sonic comics and that seems like an element from the comic books. So I was like, oh, is that what they're doing? The Echidnas definitely look like they came from the comics. Yeah, I was like, oh. And if the tone of the movie had been that the entire time, I think I would have really enjoyed it. Yeah. um, But there's so much source material and they just like, you know, I kept seeing headlines and reviews saying like, oh, this movie's good. Like, you got like this like the hardcore sonic fans will love this because there's so many references and stuff to like all the things he's done there are like no references at all and when there were references it was like uh green hill yeah it's like first level of the first game like oh i loved that food i ate earlier what was that a chili dog yeah like great i think that (laughs) i think the chili dog thing was maybe the most niche like maybe yeah like fun fact about sonic at a because, like, other than that, like, they played the Green Hill Zone song yeah. briefly. Um, the very beginning of the movie, they played this Hyper Potion song, which mm-hmm. is, like, in the trailer for Sonic Mania. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it, that was cool. Um, what else? I think, like, people are saying the flower is its own Easter egg, but it's, like, the whole world, that, that yeah, was Green that, Hill Zone. The flower the is just, like, yeah. you can't count that as a separate right. reference. Like, that's all the same uh his his bed when they that that was something i thought was a reference was his bed uh in the um in the end when they allow him to move into into their home which is interesting uh his bed is like the same uh style as like the title cards for sonic games oh yeah it's those like stars uh with the like circle red circles and like blue and everything it's his headband yeah had the thing yeah um yeah oh and then there's a part where when time stopped he gets uh two missiles and he plays the drums mm-hmm. and he plays that dun, dun 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 like which is like the end level thing yeah and that's it that's all the uh billions of easter eggs like they, they were all like knock it over your head dumb obvious like yeah. sonic like the first it sonic was, game it was this movie was made by people who don't really yeah love sonic in the same way that like the people that made Detective Pikachu, I mean, that was like they clearly have a love for Pokemon. Yeah. And so that that's it's just not equivalent to me. I just also I like when Sonic was like, oh, we're gonna go to San Francisco. San Francisco yeah. was like Sonic Adventure Two is based off San Francisco. Yeah. Like, are we gonna get a city escape? That would be part of the. Movie. I would have like, loved that. Is he gonna like do the? Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Like. And then Sonic gets upset because James Marsden's character is like, yeah, I want to do bigger and better things that was in San Francisco. Weird. And then Sonic gets irrationally angry. I uh, understood it later because I was like, <laughs> okay, I get it because Sonic, like, he's, he's having to leave. to leave. He's having to leave all these worlds. He doesn't want to. And so when someone is saying, like, oh, I want to, he's upset that like why would they even want to he's he has kind of the brain of a child like yeah it doesn't really say how old he is i guess but he's just kind of a child and it that was weird tonally to yeah. throw that like argument into the movie like they just uh... needed conflict <laughs> um yeah it was dumb and he's like yeah i need to go on and do bigger better th- i could do more i need to go to san francisco and he's like yeah then Sonic's like, you know what? I forgive you. Like, no big deal. Like, I see where you're coming from. And then he's like, you know what? I'm fine just being right here. (laughs) (laughs) What I thought it was going to boil down to the ultimate conflict of the movie. I thought it was going to boil down to Sonic having like one final ring. Cause that's what I kind of, 
thought That's what it I thought was going. too. Yeah, it's gonna have one final ring, and he's gonna either have to decide uh, to use it to leave or to like save his friends. Like, you know, one of those two things. He's gonna have to use the final ring to do that. It never gets to that. Yeah, no, <laughs> he that, just has just a bunch of rings. Bag of rings. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, that was strange. Yeah. Uh, Jim Carrey also, or uh, yeah, he threatens to shoot James Marsden. Um, oh, I love that. Part. Which was a weird part of like, the movie to me. Yeah, that was great. And then Sonic shows up and then he does that scream that would have been hilarious had I not have seen it a billion times in the commercials. Yeah, they showed the the funniest part of the movie to me. I will say the funniest part was <laughs> when know? they are um, waiting on the elevator to go up in the building and they have Sonic in the bag. And that was the most successful joke, but I had already seen it before. Yeah. So it was not, it didn't hit me the same way that it would have otherwise. Like if that had just been in there and I had like not seen, I probably would have laughed like really loud, but um, it just, it was like, well, I remember thinking after that part, I was like, that's the funniest joke of this whole movie so far. Oh wait, I do think one of the funnier parts is, uh, so it's like the very stereotypical like oh the wife's sister like hates the husband i hated that like oh you can't like that that is the definition of a one-dimensional character and that was so and i think that was my most frustrating like that was it was super stupid but i love the part where she's tied tied up on the yeah, chair that was that was and the good, girl's yes. running around and she's like at least, at least put my, put my fitbit on yeah. so i can get steps i i thought I that like, was funny um it's like why is the funniest part about this movie this character <laughs> yeah. this other this like everybody that's not sonic is yeah. funny um i think it would have been more successful too had they have from the beginning made her like i don't know about that i don't know about him i don't like him still but not like I fucking hate his yeah. guts. Fuck him. Check his phone. He's fucking cheating on you. Just, it was like, yeah. it was, there was no build up to like, oh no, he's a criminal. And that is clearly like, that's, that's my proof that I need to like, yeah, it was just, she hated him from the beginning and it was this, she like, was more of an antagonist. Than oh Eggman. my God. Yes. I was like, I don't, she was like out to get him. It was weird. I was like, I'm not into this. Um, this also, the sweet moment where her daughter gave Sonic the shoes. I liked that. It, they weren't Nikes. No, they're Pumas. Okay. Yeah, they they changed their deal. Gotcha. Uh, when they with the redesign, <laughs> they he had Nikes on, but then they changed yeah. it to Pumas. Those are pretty cool shoes. I, if I was a kid, I'd love to have those shoes. Those shoes are real, but yeah. they don't have the double colors. They don't yeah, have the yeah. white strap, and apparently they said they were refusing to make them okay which is dumb that's weird they're like yeah we're not making these so all right yeah um what i don't understand is so sonic had those pumas he got them from that kid Uh uh-huh tail shows up at the end Mm -hmm. he's wearing his pair of pumas (laughs) where'd he get them (laughs) well i kind of thought it was like um i mean i'm i'm making it he also has like they're pumas he also has like a power reader and like so I'm assuming whatever either he's been to Earth before or whatever world yeah, he's come a good from. Point. It's, it's, a, it's fair. It's fair. Um, but, <laughs> he's clearly been looking for Sonic, though, which I was kind of interested. Like, the way they set it up, it makes it seem like Tails and Sonic have not met. So I was like, well, how's this? Like, he's looking for him? Like, 
I kind of wish it was... maybe they were childhood friends and you didn't see it. Or that's what I wanted to the assume, second movie. but I just was like, this is interesting. Yeah, I think... Um, I think this the sequel potential of this one, like, they could really... They won't, no, but... I, I, how much money did it make? It's the... Uh, this is still the opening is, weekend. This is the biggest... It's already past Pika, Detective Pikachu. Really? Um, as uh, not like overall, but the yeah, best yeah. opening weekend for a video game movie. Wow. That's so interesting. It will get a sequel. Um, and I think, you know, you'd, you'd have like, did you watch Sonic X? Yes. You really have like that situation going on here where Sonic X was so good though. So like Ugh. the government is after Sonic. They're yeah. looking for him. So they can already open up the second movie with like a city mm-hmm. escape. Like they're they found Sonic. They're after him. He's maybe Tails already finds him. He's like with Tails, and they're just in the human world. They're they're helping people, doing stuff, whatever. Um, Eggman finds like Shadow or some yeah. other character on Mushroom World, gets back to Earth. So now he has his like CGI character buddy. Mm-hmm. He's after him. Like the the idea of the second movie is really interesting because you'd already have like this like cartoonish Eggman. you'd have government after sonic sonic and tails together and i mean i think it would be common sense to like it only makes sense to like take them all to green hill zone for a big Mm -hmm. chunk of the movie like i don't know um it seems really interesting to me i thought about how i would have fixed this movie and i would have i would have paced things out a little more I would have like so the beginning pull part like Dana pointed this out. Uh, I Dana's more optimistic about things than I am, and I felt mm-hmm. like she would have liked this movie. And she, I was like, "Did you like it?" And she was like, "No, I didn't like yeah. this at all." And it made me like the movie less because I was yeah. like, "Wow, you're supposed to be the optimistic one out of the out of us both." Um, I wanted to like just to be clear, yeah. I really wanted to. And oh, Sanic was in it yeah <laughs> that was uh, another whoa i, I really wanted Easter to like egg. it and i also feel like um it would never going into it it would never live up to some of the expectations i had for it yeah uh but to play devil's advocate i also felt that way about detective pikachu and it lived up to my expectations yeah so uh it exceeded them so i kind of was like well you know, maybe Sonic will surprise me, but the characters were not fleshed out enough for me, and uh, the dialogue the wife wasn't, good. wasn't really necessary either. She was she like, her, was the only role she was fulfilling here was she was a vet, and yeah. even when he was like, "Oh, you're a vet," she's like, "I don't know. This isn't a fucking like, I don't I don't know. <laughs> Give it a fucking." I, I thought that was kind of funny, and then yeah. like that was it. <laughs> yeah. She's just running around with it was, she her acting. She wasn't bad. I will say she was not bad. I don't she think... did the best with what she was given, I'm sure. But anytime I she agree. was on screen, the movie tonally felt more like a Hallmark movie for some reason. It like it didn't feel as high budget whenever she was around. Like I don't know what that feeling was, but it felt like the camera like there was like one camera angle anytime she was on screen and her wardrobe was not as good as other people. It just, there was a weird feeling I got anytime she was on screen. I it don't just, know her name. It felt like, 
she was third wheeling. Yeah. Like it felt like there was this whole dynamic going. It's like whenever you bring a friend to a party with your other friends, but none of your friends know the person you brought. Sure, so they're yeah. just kind of like everyone's talking and bantering and stuff. And then they're just kind of sitting there. That's what I felt like in this. Cause like Eggman saying his saying to Sonic and James Marsden's referencing like, oh, I punched you in the face. They're talking about it. And then the wife is just like, yeah standing there (laughs) like ah say something um yeah i think uh the sequel potential of this could be cool um but i didn't really see anything in this movie that and even the credit sequence like i saw the credit sequence in detective pikachu Uh and they opened up with the uh game boy sprite screen yeah and it's detective pikachu that was but then it cuts into like they got the original pokemon artists or like the art team to draw so it didn't rely heavily on just the game boy games because there's way more to pokemon than just that sonic it was just all genesis sprites yeah it was all that um i was kind of hoping a little bit that they would have to go to different worlds like with james marsden and eggman like they would he would be chasing them through different worlds kind of like what he did on earth but i thought he was going to go to different planets yeah uh, that would have been cool and i thought some of those would make him like a, into a sprite and like i thought that would have been like kind of like hitchhiker's guide style oh, that would have been fucking cool where they're like going through different worlds but they're kind of changing into different like things yeah that would have been, been so cool but i don't know they could have even done like the he turns into like the like modern 3d sonic or something right and then like eggman's like all all of a sudden like super fat and he's like what's like what (laughs) yeah yeah that would have been so cool i thought that would have been a neat angle but they really didn't utilize those rings at all like (laughs) they they uh um it was an easy plot point for them to move around and so they were like yeah we'll include the fucking rings and then they did nothing with them yeah that's really frustrating (laughs) one chase scene where sonic went around the world and Eggman was blowing up landmarks, and that was it. it what we, what was weird is um, the whole beginning part of uh, bet you're wondering how I got here, huh? And it, I thought I thought it was gonna be a joke because I mm. thought like, oh, it's Sonic. He's gonna do this backstory, and it's gonna be really fast, and it's like, and it's gonna start there, yeah. and it didn't happen. Yeah, and I'm upset that that, that didn't happen because yeah. it was just like. The one time you could have made like a, oh, I'm Sonic and everything I do is fast. Mm-hmm. That would have been the time. But um, the problem solving in this is like, what was his overarching thing? Because when he gets emotional, he creates these big electrical bursts and all that, you know, and he doesn't yeah. want that. He wants that to stop. Um, it happens. I um, thought he was going supersonic. That's what I thought. But he doesn't. It didn't. And it, and it took the power out of the, his quill. But then it came back, so I don't know what that was all about. It's like, did he learn how to control to withdraw his power? Or I didn't don't really it. understand that. He got emotional <laughs> and he exploded. I don't really understand And then it that. hurt Eggman's thing, and I don't yeah. feel like Sonic learned. He didn't learn to control it. Yeah. He just he had an emotional outburst. And, like, I mean, what better for a Sonic fandom movie than, like, other problems solved by... Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. But <laughs> that was weird. It, it just felt like the screenwriters are just, oh, he just, uh, yeah, oh, he, he explodes and it they really, they really phoned off. this one in. I'll say they really just, they just, they took a script from a generic movie. kids movie, put Sonic in, 
and then that was it. Like, yeah. it, it, there's nothing specific or even witty about this movie. It's just um, lowest and there common were, denominator. There were no Big the Cat. Big the Cat was not in this movie. <laughs> there was 0% Big the Cat in this yeah. movie. I was 100% expecting yeah. Big the Cat to be in this goddamn movie. <laughs> and he wasn't. Uh, and I was like, fucking Tails is in this movie, not Big the Cat. You know, like... My my persona, my my Sonic OC was not in this movie. I can't believe it. I just like, yeah. I mean, Tails is in it. You know, if Tails, Eggman's, you know, like, where's just, Big the Cat? He's like a, yeah. an essential pillar of the Sonic. I don't get it. It's so dumb. And I also thought, you know, oh, there's so many rings, and like he drops the rings, and I was like, oh, like, are they gonna that open was, up a bunch of portals? And that then, was like, an interesting Sonic scene. Gonna come in. That was an interesting scene, and and they did a really cool thing where they drop them, and he does like obviously he gets knocked out. They drop the rings, and it's like the sound effect that plays when you get hurt. Yeah, it was neat. And then yeah, that was just the only reference to it. it they don't take anything and go like here's the reference let's make it and then let's like do something with it it's always just we made the reference pat us on the back they like great yeah anybody who and i really don't want to go on the offensive here but i i have such a um i you know i talk as if i really 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 care about something yeah. But my actual level of investment is very minimal, so it's going to sound like I'm really passionate about this, but I'm really not. But anybody yeah. who says that there are a bunch of Sonic references in there, they're like, oh, true Sonic, they're fucking dumb. <laughs> there were no... that. That's what really got me. Because there were so many like sources that said that there were so many references oh, and there was and like so many... You, in particular, are kind of like a bigger Sonic fan than a lot of people. Um, or at least not, maybe not fan is the right word, but at least, um, you are more in tune with the Sonic franchise and IP than most people. Well, I really like, and and, and it's with anything. Then the normal person. If there's any franchise that rewards you for knowing like just a bunch of small little facts and tidbits about stuff, um, I'm all about it. Like I really like being rewarded for knowing like little trivia nuggets of, information because it's like oh i'm being rewarded for knowing this like all oh, this thing subtly in the background is from a thing that i sure. know about and it's it's really neat it adds like another layer to the movie and you can sure. watch it and yeah, stuff yeah, yeah and so i was really looking forward to like finding all the little easter eggs and stuff in this movie which yeah and there wasn't really anything i think that that's a detriment too is that they didn't put anything anything that is a quote easter egg they just blatantly show you and tell you yeah there's nothing that's really in the background that's like oh if you observe like carefully you'll catch these things it's just like here it is i think there were like two street signs that were like level names great and that you know like it it just it's unfortunate and it's dumb um i i really wish also one more thing before we kind of wrap up yeah i hated the entire western bar scene I thought that that was the most shoehorned in garbage part of the movie. I they wanted an Sonic to Sonic. be in a different place. They couldn't figure out where they wanted him to be, so they put him in a biker bar. And the scene where he sets up this like uh, he goes into like super fast mode and he like 
stops a bar fight essentially off-brand quicksilver x-men scene that was a good scene and fun but that's the entire reason they put him there and so everything else was just like i i was like okay can y'all james marston's like yeah i guess we can stay i'm like why like i why you even see sonic like (laughs) resisting to go like he's fighting the plot like he really didn't want to go it's so weird yeah yeah um i i want to be optimistic uh and say that when this movie gets a sequel it will be good but i don't know it will get a sequel it's gonna at least we'll have more sonic characters in it you know with tails at least you know that's at least the only thing you could infer is there will be sonic yeah yeah that's and that's infer with the yeah you in it okay yeah yeah, no, I, I I got it. I was gonna acknowledge it, but then I figured, you know, that was too good. <laughs> too good, too highbrow for this. Movie. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> yeah, I just man. Yeah. Well, it never lived up to our expectations, but we've seen it, and that chapter no crush forty either uh, can now be put to rest. We can uh, finally fill in the uh, grave site we have dug up for Sonic the Hedgehog the movie uh in andy's backyard uh we can finally put him to rest yeah until we dig him out next year for the sequel or in two years or whatever yeah i just and yep i was gonna say something but that's just we live in a world where there's a live action sonic movie and it wasn't good yeah and you know most instances i would say Oh, if I went into the past and told myself they're making a live action, I'd say, you're crazy. It's going to be bad. But, you know, I go back in the time machine and tell myself last year, after Detective Pikachu, there's going to be a Sonic movie. I would have been like, wow, it's probably going to be really good. Yeah. And it wasn't. So the world has fixed itself. It's as it should Detective be. Detective Pikachu is officially an anomaly. It is an outlier and not. <laughs> it is just a standard. Of, yeah, of a standard. So. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. Well, that's that. That's just about everything. Um, we're about an hour and ten minutes, but I mean, you can cut out the first hour of me talking about the. <laughs> we'll have ten minutes left. Yeah, Star Wars. We'll have the. <laughs> uh. Anyways. Okay. Well, thanks for thanks for listening. We've enjoyed. Uh. No, we didn't. We didn't. We don't enjoy this. We've enjoyed sending our sound waves right into your brain. Yeah. Uh. And you interpreting those and we want you to think what impulses. we think. <laughs> think. Think what we think. Think what we think. Do not think anything else. If you have a different opinion than us, you are wrong. And we will not tolerate disobedience. <laughs> Bye.